Welcome to Love's Everyday Radius, a podcast brought to you by the Hoffman Institute. My name is Sharon Moore, and I'm one of your hosts. And on this podcast, we talk to Hoffman graduates about how their courageous journey inward impacted their personal lives, but also how it impacted their community and the world at large. So tune in and listen in and hear how our graduates' authentic selves, how their love, how their spirits are making a positive impact on our world today. In other words, get to know their love's everyday radius. All right, welcome back, everybody. So today my guest is Marnie Batista. Marnie is all about attracting your equal. She's a dating and relationship expert. She's the author of the book, Becoming Irresistible. She's the founder of Dating with Dignity and the Institute for Living Courageously. And of course, she's a fellow Hoffman Process graduate. So let's learn more about Marnie. Marnie, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Well, you know, I'd love to start with just what brought you to the world of dating and relationships? Mm, well, well, they say, you know, we teach what we have to learn. So I think that I had a bad, uh, I think my patterns and my, the way I was raised and the way that I experienced love, uh, created what I will just generally call a bad picker from a very early age. Um, so I selected, uh, boyfriends and partners that, uh, were, a dysfunctional match. Uh, and so after being married for 17 years to a person who was not uh, a healthy relationship for me, uh, I had dated someone else who was kind of like a better looking version of the same guy. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, I keep doing the same thing over and over again. And I had three, I had three daughters and I just sort of had this moment of like, if I can't fix this for myself, right. If I don't have enough willpower, so to speak, um, I can't, I can't transmit this to another generation. And that was sort of the turning point where I decided to go to the Hoffman process and I began to heal myself and then figure out how to date. Uh, And then I took the five years that it kind of took me to do that work and I synthesized it into a shorter process. And now that's over the last 12 plus years, what we teach to our clients. I love that. I don't want to, how do I not transmit this to the next generation? What, what a beautiful thing to ponder, no matter what the topic is dating or otherwise. Uh, yeah, for sure. I was like, I think I have three uh, daughters for a reason. It's like a fairy tale, right? She had three beautiful daughters. What will she do with that? So, yeah. And you mentioned that first you were healing yourself, then you went out and dated. Is it is it in that order consciously? Well, for me, I didn't know that. I didn't, you know, you, I feel like you don't know what you don't know, right? And so I didn't realize that is what it was until I went and started to do the process and do that work. And I realized that I didn't have self-respect. I didn't have self-love. And so, and I can't remember where along my journey, it was some Hoffman related program, but I ended up doing a mandala of some sort. And I came to these words that were kind of like my I am or what really represented my authentic self. And the word dignity was just right there, you know, and I was just so aware that without dignity, I wouldn't have self-love. 
without self-love, it's really hard to find a healthy partner. And so I had to do a really solid amount of work in, in that area and become resilient um, in, in my own campus. So, you know, we, we translate it into becoming rejection proof, right? Which means that when it's not a match, when things don't go our way, when we get what we don't want, or we don't get what we want, rather than the internal voice saying, you know, what's wrong with me, or he's such a jerk, you know, to be able to say, wow, it's not a match. I'm lovable. I'm enough. This isn't my person. And to be able to move on feeling the feelings of it without making meaning of them and, and getting derailed. And here you were, and you did the work on yourself and you, uh, like you said, I learned to date and you learned all the self-love and the self-respect. What was it about where you were that you decided I want others to have this? I was a teacher. Uh, I got divorced and I'd always wanted to be a teacher since I was a kid. And my dad was like, don't be a teacher. You'll never make any money. And I was like, Okay, but then when I got divorced and I was like, I'm can do what I want now. I'm a grown up, right? So I decided to get a, a teaching degree, get my master's, and um, in the meantime, I started volunteering as a facilitator for the Hoffman process. And I will never forget this moment in my kitchen. Um, I was having a conversation with some of the grads that were attending the process that we were doing, you know, the little meeting. And I was talking about wanting to be a coach that I was thinking about being a coach. And this amazing gentleman reflected back to me. He's like, become a coach. He's like, you're such a good facilitator. You're coaching, you're helping transform lives without naming it that he's like, do it. You are doing it. What do you, what's in your way of being in fulfillment of that vision? I was like, Oh my gosh. So that was happening. And at the same time, I was wanting to write a book and it was kind of going to be a little humor, but also some things I learned about dating. So I I had this idea, I was going to write this book and I met someone who had published a book. It was Simon and Schuster. And, you know, I was like, can you help me do this? And he said something really brilliant. And he said, a book is not a business. You have to build a platform. And I was like, is that a shoe? (laughs) Does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Uh, and he sort of explained to me what that might look like. And literally, again, it happened in my kitchen. The two conversations like met in a divine spark. And I was like, oh, this is what I meant to do. Oh my gosh, this is it. Uh, and that's how I got the inspiration and the vision to start my business and then to name it Dating with Dignity. And so is there a difference between Dating with Dignity and the Institute for Living Courageously? Well, that's a great question. So Dating with Dignity was is always been kind of the main problem that people come to us to solve. And once they get into it, they realize that it's not about dating, it's about self-love, right? And then it's about how do I not only meet someone, but create the foundation to have a long-term sustainable relationship. And the theme over the last decade is that it requires living courageously because you're constantly having to be outside your comfort zone. You're constantly having to rewire the patterning you had from childhood. Most of us don't have healthy models, so it's scary to be vulnerable. And so what happened was our programming started to expand to where people weren't only just 
living their dating life courageously, but they were starting to create transformation in different areas of their life and really implement the vision. And so from that place, we created the Institute. So now we have a different variety of programs that people explore with us once they kind of dial in the self-love piece, then wow, the whole, the whole vision is like the possibilities are just right there. And it's about getting support. We call it new level, new devil, right? So you grow, you get, you have some new patterns some new problems, you grow. So we just help people do that. Oh my God. I'm sitting here smiling so big. New level, new devil. That is amazing. And it's such a nice way to just kind of prepare you. You know what? As you grow, as you evolve, there's going to be a new, yeah, you're in a new level, but there's going to be a new devil. I love that. Someone told me once, the bigger life you have, you know, the bigger problems you have, the bigger challenges you have. And I noticed that. So in my own life, clearly, and in, in, when we're working with the client, it's be careful what you what you wish for, right? Like what, what happens when I actually have this amazing guy who's treating me well, but like, I'm not used to that. It's an evolution. Yeah. And I also like that it's a reframe. So, so if I know to anticipate the new devil, to use your words, then that means, oh, I'm growing versus, oh, why did this happen again? Or, oh, I didn't expect this. It's, it's a really nice way to reframe the new devil. Totally. I, I love that. And and then, you know, the work that's in the process that, you know, comes from uh, the, the kind of Kristen Neff uh, body of, of teaching, you know, talks about like that suffering is, you know, part of the human condition, right? So uh, of course there's going to be a new challenge. We have that. So yeah, it's like make friends, make friends with the devil. Yeah. And I also like that you have the word living in there because if you are living, you are going to, and and courageously, you are going to evolve into new levels, which means you're going to have new challenges, new devils. I think that is, that's such a beautiful reframe. I'm going to take that. I'll give you credit, but I'm going to take that. Thank you. Oh my God. Absolutely. Now there, I I can't help but see so many parallels between this beautiful work you're doing um, with people who are looking. I like how the beginning of your website says, meet your equal. There's so much power in just even that statement alone. Um, And I just see the parallels. I see the parallels of the work that we do here at Hoffman. I'm curious if, you know, it's been a while since you took the the process, but is there a moment that stands out that is one of the more memorable moments from your experience of the process? Oh my gosh. I mean, I love this question because I, it's, it's such a huge standout moment for me and it was, it happened in the classroom and I think I wrote about it actually in, in my book. And what happened was that I was mad at the divine God, whatever I was calling it at the time. And I was just like, you totally left me and abandoned me. And like, you know, you put this schmuck in my path and you did this. And and uh, I had this like loud voice from divine in the corner of the classroom. And the voice said, um, I never left. You stopped talking to me. And I was just like, what? I like got called out by God or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, and it was so good. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that is so true. I left. And that was the moment where I began my relationship with my spiritual self, my authentic self. And we, uh, we first started, you know, we started dating in that classroom and it developed into an amazing relationship. And and now, you know, it's something that I nurture on a daily basis and it's beautiful. And that moment was just like, I, I am grateful for it every day. Well, I would, I would also offer that jokingly, you say I was called out by God, but you listened, 
you may have, that voice may have been there all your life, but in that moment, you actually listened. I did. I cleared out enough cobwebs, you know, that I was willing to listen. I got out of blame and shame and guilt. You know, I had to create the space. Uh, and I don't remember what day that was, but it was so amazing. And what's interesting is I did a, a Q2 maybe like two years later, and I was working on some relationship stuff. So it was part of kind of my research and development phase. And my mom had passed away and my dad had started dating someone. And I was driving back from White Sulphur Springs. And my dad was like, yeah, I really like, I think I'm falling in love with this woman. And I hung up and I was super happy for him. And I had the same, I had another conversation with divine, with God. And I was like, okay, so here's the thing. I've been single for a hell of a lot longer than my dad. When is it my turn? Um, and I, the voice that I heard was like, well, you never asked. And I was like, you are a hundred percent right again. And I literally met, that was in February and I met my husband, the man who's now my husband in April at Hoffman in the classroom at a graduation. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. You met this man at Hoffman in the classroom at a graduation? Yep. I went up for a friend's graduation and it was a Thursday night and I stumbled over a chair getting to my little graduate seat in the back and we caught eyes and I told my friend who was in his class that I thought he was cute. Uh, and then a couple months later, uh, he messaged me on Facebook and the rest, that was 13 years ago. I mean, I like to ask people, how do you know that the process still lives in your life? But obviously we know the answer to that now. Wow. That is some, that is very, um, real milestone moments for you in your life on that site, on that land at White Sulphur Springs. Oh, there are so, literally like the, the person who told me a book is not a business. I met him from meeting someone else at a graduation. My life is the joy, the like, I would say like the scent, the smell that I think of like um, gardenia or jasmine in my life is Hoffman. <laughs> Let me ask you one uh, quick thing. So the word courageous, I, I love it. And I, 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 I'm curious, what does it mean? Because I, I can, if I'm hearing this correctly, there's the dating with dignity, which is okay, people come in there specifically with the dating, but is living is the Institute, not necessarily around finding a partner. It's just how do you live courageously? It is. What I say to people is uh, what I teach you to do is date with dignity. How you do that is live courageously, right? Because intimacy requires courage. I love the way Brene Brown describes vulnerability. You know, she's sort of like saying what you want to say, even though you, when you don't know the outcome. And I'm sure I've butchered that to some extent, but it's the spirit of it comes from her work. And when I think about connection and leadership in our own life, leadership in our relationships, leadership in our passion, if it is a career or volunteer work that we do, whatever it is, it requires leaning in to vulnerability. And that requires hella amount of courage. And then that courage, that vulnerability will create connection. And I believe that that's how we make more impact we have more joy, we create more opportunity, it creates more love. And then we're just kind of resonating at a higher frequency, 
so to speak, in our life. And then I think that creates meaning. And so are you, here you are, you've been doing this for 12 years. Is there a, a example you can give us of how you embody this? How, how does courage show up in your life 12 years later, 12 years after being the teacher of this, the creator of this? So many ways. I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. One is when I'm talking to someone who is thinking about becoming a client of ours and I'm having a conversation with them. And my intuition is saying something to me. And I know that I can help this person. And I have to say something bold, you know? And I have this little pattern that says, like, oh, I want them to like me. <laughs> you know, I don't want them to think I'm want their money. You know, I, I have all these narrative that can come in. And what I realize is that, you know, my my mission, my purpose is to help this person. And that is my intention a hundred percent in every single thing I do in our organization. And we're that's that's where they come from and is so authentic to me. And so I have to be courageous. And figure out a way to communicate my heart to this person who's scared. And that's when the, that's the transformation can have, happen right in that, that moment with someone. So I do it in that way at work in my relationship with my husband. Like there's the body of work, John and Julie Gottman. I love their work. And they say that 69% of the challenges in a relationship are perpetual, meaning they're like ongoing. Right. And so when I'm in a perpetual problem with my husband, of course, my armor comes up. I call it the love shield. And I want to be like, F you, you know, like, you know, I don't need this. I, you know, I have a whole narrative. My husband says, when I start to take out the garbage. He knows that I'm I'm guarded. Anyway, and I'm like, all right, I don't know the outcome of this. I, I'm going to lean in. I'm going to I'm gonna say something and feel vulnerable and be courageous about it. Or with my kids who are becoming adults, like it's happening every day in my life. I think there is um, sometimes a danger when we become teachers of it. It's almost more difficult to embody it. So I, I think what I'm seeing is now the kind of new teacher that doesn't subscribe to, I am the teacher and I know, and you are the student and you're learning. The new way of teaching is we're all learners all the time. And so I find uh, these examples of, okay, how, when are you, when have you been courageous? So that way we still know what it is that we're teaching. It's in our own bodies because we ourselves are facing it. Yeah. A hundred percent. I just went on a road trip with my husband. Um, so we're in a 24 foot like camper van for seven days, just the two of us. And um, we were joking because we both are going to be courageous here and we're going to, we're going to identify what those perpetual problems are. And we're going to have a conversation about it. And I've been sharing what I learned in those seven days and 24 feet. Cause it was, it was a lot of growth and I'm so, we had a blast and I love that I have a partner that I can bicker with and then laugh with. And so I know that I'm going to learn things that I can then teach someone else, but only if I've figured it out in my own way. And then I hit the next new level, new devil for myself and I get to continue to grow and teach. Yeah. Beautiful. I like how you, you, you first gave the example of your work and then you said, and also with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, seven days with our partners, there's all kinds of new levels and new devils that will show up. Absolutely. In nature. Oh, yeah. So no distraction, no cell phone, no television. <laughs> no internet. 
Um, okay. Well, it, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners? Our listeners are Hoffman graduates, but also people who are just interested in, in growing spiritually, personally, emotionally, psychologically. Um, anything you'd like to, to share? Any wisdom or nuggets you'd like to share? I think that one of the things that has been a game changer for me coming out of Hoffman is sort of my, uh, my inaugural personal development kick in the ass is that I think we get trained up with what I call like a performance orientation in our life. If I do it well, if I perform well, if I do it right, if I get a promotion, if I make this amount of money, if I, you know, my kids get this job, like whatever it is, like then I'm enough. And one of the things that I'm really working through with the people that we get to adventure through life with is to shift to what we call like a mastery orientation, which means that the journey is just as important as the destination. And how can I achieve and create what I want to do by also looking at the pieces that are within my ability to control and assess and adjust with self-compassion and self-love and move towards that creation of life from that point of view, then the process of it is fulfilling and rewarding. That for me, especially with working in close proximity to very strong, successful women who have been taught that feelings aren't an asset, they're a pain in the ass, you know, that I have to perform in order to get love or to be lovable or to be enough and to really shift into that different orientation creates a lot of freedom. And so for whoever is listening and whatever your dream is or your goal or how you want to get there, your growth, it's it's about breaking it into the pieces that are within your control and making loving assessments. And when you have that come from of like, this is an evolution of my authenticity that I'm trying to express and practice, then the journey is rewarding. And you know what? Usually we end up quote unquote performing better anyway. But I, I think that's a strong message that I have, especially, I think all of us do it, but I think especially for, for women. We'll end here, but I just want to say, I, I can really see your ability to teach. I mean, this is you you put things in beautiful metaphors and beautiful packages, and I imagine your work then has these really um, easy to follow steps. There, there's something about the way you organize your thoughts that I can see where that teacher in you comes in very handy in this work. Well, I appreciate that. My dad was definitely right. Being a nursery school teacher was not the path to abundance for me. However, my my gift is teaching. And so I, I used to say I loved being a nursery school teacher because people would say I love you every day at work. And I'm really grateful that I get to have a, a career and a business where we still get to say I love you every day. So. Well, thank you so much. This, to me as a teacher, it, it always just reminds me of the the power of the work that we do in that classroom and on that land. And you just, whew, you reiterated that, reflected that right back to me. And it's such a gift for me to be able to get to know some of our graduates and to feature their beautiful work and who they are in the world. So thank you, Marnie. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Sharon. It's fun to chat. Yeah, thank you for being here. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks again, Marnie. Bye. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. My name is Liza Ingrassi. I'm the CEO and president of Hoffman Institute Foundation. And I'm Ras Ingrassi, Hoffman teacher and founder of the Hoffman Institute Foundation. Our mission is to provide people greater access to the wisdom and power of love. In themselves, in each other, and in the world. To find out more, please go to hoffmaninstitute.org.